Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Comfort Watch, the podcast where we talk about the movies and TV shows that we turn to time and time again for comfort. I'm Elizabeth, and I'm joined by my little vest sporting nugget, Chrissy. <laughs> Hooty hoo party people. How are you, Chrissy? You know. <laughs> <laughs> Today I made a conscious effort. I was like, I'm not going to be a downer on the podcast. Oh. This is up, up, up. Something new and different for yeah. us. <laughs> How's your week been? <laughs> uh, kind of boring, you know, just working, doing my thing, being in pain, you know. Did you ever life. wanted to talk about your chronic illness on I don't, I don't think anyone really cares. Do you think anyone really cares? I just, we referenced it a lot, so I didn't know if you wanted to share. Well, I'm also like, not just one chronic, well, I don't even know what actually is making me sick at this point, but yeah, we can talk about it. It's because it's something that it's not like I want to bring awareness to it. I think don't think a lot of women know this exists, and it could be actually like the source of the problems they're having. I just got really lucky and like was able to like pursue doctors and like hunt people down until they diagnosed me, which like I don't think a lot of people have that kind of access. But I have like it's a condition that only affects women. It only affects women who are childbearing. They claim so like. In between 20 and, you know, 45, essentially. And it normally affects women who are a little chubby, but not only. So they don't know why, which is really annoying because it's, it's a disease for women. You know, no one's really studying it. Just like no one knows anything about endometriosis or PCOS. This is something that basically only affects women. So then no doctors are really paying attention. But um, it's a condition called IIH, which is means literally nothing it means uh idiopathic inter- intracranial hypertension which you can honestly get from like doing too many like hard drugs like it just means you have pressure in your brain mm. and idiopathic means they don't know why so it's not like a real diagnosis it's more like the name of a symptom but it's kind of the overarching name that like most of these women fall into this category like I've, i'm in like groups it basically just means that our bodies overproduce spinal fluid to the point where it literally strangles our brain and they don't know why. So they don't even know if we overproduce spinal fluid or we don't usually like your spinal fluid drains out into your belly and then you like pee it out. Like that's how you regulate how much spinal fluid you have. So they don't know if either we aren't draining enough or we aren't, or we're producing too much and they don't know why they tie it to hormones and birth control, all these things. But um, there's no cure. There's no real answer. There's no, there's just pain management and whatever. So if you're a woman who experienced really severe headaches, migraines, vision loss, ringing in your ears, and you're like, this has been plaguing me for a long time, it could be this. And like, it's, it's rare enough that no one really knows, but it's common enough that like, there's huge Facebook groups associated with it. So mm-hmm. I don't know when people tell me like, oh, I'm a migraine sufferer. I'm always like, you should look into this. Like, right. because it's a very specific thing. And it's like, you know, everyone will try and excuse headaches away. You know, everyone has always said to me like, oh, you're in your period. Mm-hmm. Do you get headaches with your period? And it's like, <laughs> well, yeah, but no, <laughs> that's not the same thing. No. Or they'll be like the weather, right? And you're like... I can't, I can't handle any of Earth's weather. Like, what are my options here? <laughs> so, yeah. So, it's not the weather. It's not your period. It's probably something else. And I, like, pursued it and found out it was that. 
And because I found out pretty early on, I didn't go blind, which is an option. An option. It's it's a definite possibility that you can go blind. And I think most women, because, you know, most women, especially like moms, you know, you'll be like, you'll have a terrible headache for months and not do anything about it because you're like, I have to push through. And then one day they wake up with no sight in one eye and then they go to the doctors and then they're like, it's anxiety (laughs) or it's stress or a stroke and it's actually this disease. So if you have really bad headaches and you can't figure out why, like, I don't know, look up the symptoms and pursue answers. But um, three years in, I'm just as fucked as ever. (laughs) Well, I think it's, I'm I'm really happy that you shared it because we've referenced it a few times and I, we've never said what it is. Yeah. And I know that you live in tremendous pain. And even yesterday when we went out to do something really Christmassy, like we could just tell there was just something yeah, dulling this usually sprightly jolly halfling that... It goes in spurts. So I think a lot of people don't. They're like, yeah, you seem fine. And it's because one, I can like take enough meds and do my makeup and look fine and mm-hmm. seem fine. But, and it, but it takes me a long time to get to that point. Like today I woke up at like... 6 a.m. and it took me until now to be like I can see a person like I had I've taken meds I've like had a bath I've you know oils and things like I'm it's it's a constant maintenance but I'll go through phases where like for two months where I'll feel pretty good Mm -hmm. um so it's something that like can go in remission and can come back and I just I have like worse periods and better periods I'm just in one of the bad periods and if anyone has chronic illness or like mental health problems when you're in it it seems endless and when you're out of it you like forget so like i could have a doctor's appointment in two months and they'll be like how you doing i'll be like great yeah but i'll be like i have to remember the moments where i'm like this is horrible right so you know i i got specialists no nothing's really working yet but um i'm open to (laughs) to whatever they throw at me oh yeah it's not a fun time, but I think a lot of people struggle with different chronic illnesses, a lot For of sure. autoimmune diseases, and there's worse ones to have. And like, it, but it's pain is pain. It's 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 all you know difficult yeah. to live with. I think the chronic pain category of life is like really fucked up, and like I don't even want to go. I'm terrified to even travel down that road too far because you can get addicted to things. And yeah, I don't want to. I don't. Like, I'm just trying to float my Tylenol and Advil still in pain, but, like, making sure I don't go too far into the pain management space because that's terrifying. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So that's me. That's what's up. That's me. Up until I was 32, I was just a normal person. Mm-hmm. I had no issues at all, literally, like... From a, a stable family. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how normal we are. Parents still married. Yeah, literally when I got my therapist, she goes, before we start, I have to ask, have you experienced any trauma? And I'm like, literally, no, like, you're gonna be so bored talking to me. Like, my problems are like, not that deep. But you know, it's all relative. You don't know, you don't know other people's problems. So and you don't you don't experience them. So you don't realize that yours aren't as big. I got to crack open a Diet Coke. Otherwise, I'm not going to make it through this. Oh, God. Podcast sesh. This is number three. Red Bull. Number three. Oh, today to, yeah oh my god i think that's what my doctor might have be like this is not good for you well but. this is what i've said to you i'm like you're like my doctor doesn't know why i'm so tired i'm like did you tell her that you don't consume water you only consume diet pepsi i consume water when i brush my teeth <laughs> <laughs> sometimes i honestly think the only times i drink water is when i take my pills yeah and i'm like <laughs> hydration oh i just suck them down dry you suck your pills 
Have you skill. seen my pills? They're like... Oh, I take a, quite an array. But uh, yeah, it's a skill. This is just... I'm learning new things about you. I know. Day. We're at 10... How long have we been friends it's for? It's 10 a.m. You've had three? It's 10 a.m. I'm just like, damn. How many milliliters is that? That's a 750. <laughs> Remember that time you ordered them for like uh, your grocery delivery? They came tiny and you're so pissed. I Listen, I, they did that yesterday to really? me too. And I... I am so upset because I, I need to have... You need your tall boys. It's my security blanket. Have you ever thought of like carrying around a two liter or is that just too much? I used to drive with a two liter. No. Oh my, <laughs> my favorite is every time we're in the car, you're drinking one that's in your cup holder. You finish it, you put the cap on, you throw it in the backseat, you reach in your purse and another one comes Oh, you got to have a traveler. I just don't... Get, does the temperature not bother you? Like, I would no. need my... I would need it to be crispy cold. No. Oh. But we are beyond that now. It's a problem. It's a problem. And, uh... But the good news is, is... I'm doing okay this week. <laughs> so... Mentally. Not physically. Mentally. Mentally, yeah. I'm doing okay. We're wow. We're swing. I think it's, like, hormonally, we're in that, like, good spot where everything... I think, like, luteal's coming up, but I'm going to hate myself in two seconds. <laughs> but uh, physically, man, tiredness. Yeah. Not, like... Uh, yeah i know everyone's like have you taken vitamin b12 i'm taking vitamin d and it's like yeah i take like super tranquil like horse pills for those Mm -hmm. things but no we're doing good the baby's just not sleeping and that's a problem but is that like a do they go in phases though where they don't sleep 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 regression is very real yeah but then eventually he'll get like back to it because i thought kids like sleep I don't get it. I don't know, but when he's like 15 and all he wants to do is sleep, I'm going to every 10 minutes come into his room and be like, <laughs> hey, hey. And then I'm going to like tug his hair because we are in like a hair ripping stage yeah. and mama already has like no hair herself. So mm-hmm. it's a, it's tight out there. But um, we did our first really Christmas activity of the season. We did. We went to lunch, I guess lunch brunch. It was lunch, yeah. At a this place called the watering can all us and all the ladies i don't i think i saw maybe like three men and yeah they were just like trailing behind their people. yeah it's the ladies who lunch and it's, it's, a, it's a garden center it's a garden center but it's like they do installations and everything is it's a lot and at christmas they do like workshops which means there's extra ladies about Right. And it's just packed. It was just Christmas, Christmas, Christmas everywhere. It was really cute. Lots of, yeah, lots of ornaments and stuff that you could purchase and... A lot of plants. I'm not a plant girl, so I was thinking, like, there'd be lots of these damn plants. We could have more Christmas things. (laughs) But I'm learning to love Christmas, so it was, like, a nice little, like, slow thing into the season for me. Yeah, wading into Christmas. That's okay. We were also talking about getting a personality, because we went to my cousin Laura's house after. Yeah. I know. I was going to message her and be like, like, you should be really proud of your life. Yeah. It's so, like, you're so un... You're you, you know? Like... I feel like I'm stunted or yeah. like didn't quite grow. Well, at one point we were leaving her apartment because like it's, it's so like it looks like a movie set. Like if yeah. I said, give me, you know, a single 30 somethings apartment who's like a little bit witchy, a little bit rock and roll. Yeah. Like this is what AI would generate. Yeah. And as we were leaving, I'm like, God, I got to get a personality. And she yeah. goes, well, she has more time than you. And yeah. I was like, I'm older than her. I should have a personality by now. You should have grown one, maybe. Yeah, but I just think that she doesn't have a baby. And so she has time to like 
cultivate. It was really inspiring. Like when we got home, I was like, who is that artist that you were talking about? And tell me, like, I want these prints that you had. And it was really inspiring. So now I feel like my Etsy favorites is now like save, save, save. Yeah. Not going to pull the trigger because <laughs> I don't actually follow through on any of those things. They're expensive. I buy a lot of digital files and then have them printed. Yeah. It's But framing, oh, framing. Like, I think framing and rugs are like the two things they don't tell you that adults are oh, so expensive. Have you noticed I don't have a single rug in the you, whole house? Well, you don't. Part of it is dogs. the dogs puke and pee on them. Yeah. We've had rugs. We've had to get rid of them. And also, I don't have frames. Everything is hung with little clips. I'm just realizing things. I can't afford frames, so I... King everything on clips. Those little like binder. I don't know what they're called. Do they call binder clips? I just remember having them for like school. Yeah, I got a pack of rose gold ones. Those are... they look cute though. It's I'm not, looking at. It's a... not like the most aesthetically. I know if they were framed, they would look better. But like, can you imagine buying all those frames? No. I have like forty prints in this. That's room. like there's this TikTok account I saw when I first joined TikTok, and this girl had like this beautiful print, and she was like, "You're not gonna believe it was only forty dollars on Zazzle." Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know what that is. Sounds like a scam. So I bought that, but the frame was five hundred. Yeah, because it was like saying. it's so large. Yeah, I. What a scam! I've hacked my way around that because like there's some adult things I can't justify paying, and one of them is for sure rugs. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, how many ruggables have I added to my fucking cart? Yeah. There's so much money. They're so expensive. It'd be easier to just get a rug, and every time something bad happens to it. Either like buy a carpet cleaner, which I have, you can borrow. Yeah. Or just get a new rug. Throw it out. That's what I, well, that's what we were doing. Start from scratch. But now we just don't have rugs. I wonder if like people can say, is ruggable really worth it? I don't know. Birds with pie, let us know. <laughs> I know somebody who is like a ruggable partner. Yeah. Not, it's my friend Sarah who has like a, uh, called Timberwoods Designs. They're like the nursery signs and stuff. Yeah. So she uses them all the time, but. I feel like I can't be like, for real, are they really worth it? Yeah. It's like, you're a ruggable partner. Those are the only rugs I would get at this point in my life. And I think I wanted one that was just a circle for my office. And it was like $625. And I was like, I can't can't do that. No. You get $158? No. I'll think about it. Wear socks and you always have rugs on your feet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, uh, Laura has inspired my home decor. Like, get a personality. Put things on your walls be awesome 2024 so i have a whole month left of being mediocre before i have to be cool yeah but the thing is she has cool interests yeah so then she hangs those. cool things like you can't just be like i'm gonna get gray's anatomy prints like you have to also get cool interests. oh th- who's that is that your dad that's patrick dempsey <laughs> <laughs> it's just his face on the wall that's the hard part is like sure you can say oh that's beautiful but like hers is like oh half of this stuff is t-shirts that like have fallen apart and i've put and like she liked those things genuinely I on know. her own I hadn't heard any of that shit. The only thing I recognized was there's an Elvis thing and a, Jack, a Rocky Horror Picture Show. And that's I it. I think like my imposter syndrome runs so deep that even if I said I have an interest, I'd be like, but you do you really? Yeah. Like, I, I am that guy to myself being like, well, then name seven songs. Yeah, exactly. Name seven albums. I think that's the, that's the patriarchy. <laughs> I'm ruined. Internalized misogyny say. is us Emotional being like. Emotional damage. Emotional. <laughs> that was a great TikTok sound. That needs to come back. It does need to come. Piggy Dippin's came back, so there's still time. Piggy Dippin. <laughs> piggy Dippin in the Piggy Pond. If you don't know what we're talking about, we can't help. Get on TikTok. I, maybe I'll make that one of my Rex. My Rex is the Piggy Dippin song <laughs> sound. <laughs> because everybody like puts <sighs> this, the sound of like their animals little, sitting yeah. in little. 
tampons in the bath. Yeah. How many times a day that I'm just working silently and I just yell, chubba bun. Chubba bun. Chubba nah, bun. You ain't swimming with them sashes, little toes. <laughs> But the remember, remember, you were the first person, or Matt was the first person to show me corn. It's corn, <laughs> and you were like, "This is such a funny little thing." And then within a week, it was like blew up. Yeah, I it's TikTok is insane. I do recommend going on it lately, though. I've actually been really, I've been just flip. I I can't. If people go, I have a story. I go. You should have started with the story. Like I can't wait. Oh, I I, I've I lost my patience. I learned to do two times the speed. I do it a lot. A lot. I do it a lot. <laughs> or I go to comments where someone's like, "It's at a minute forty. Like God bless those people. Yeah. I, yeah, sometimes I just read the comments right away so I can just see what the answer is or what they're talking about. Yeah. But I'll watch a 40-minute YouTube video. Like, did you watch Lucy's video about her engagement? No, I couldn't really invest my time for what? 40 minutes. Oh, my God. I was so excited. I, like, got situated with a snack. I was so excited to watch it. She's the cutest. She, well, who's back? <laughs> Colleen Ballinger is back. This is big news in pop culture week. This is. Yeah, Colleen Ballinger is back. We were we never really talked about this. We no. were we were pretty big not not fans in the sense it's weird. We're not Miranda Sings fans, we're no. Colleen fans. But we're not even fans. Like we're not like we wouldn't buy a t shirt of hers. We just like Watch we it. watched her every day. Mm-hmm. And she started daily vlogging during like the first week the pan- of the pandemic and lockdowns. And I don't think I missed a vlog. No. And then when I was pregnant, the twins had just been born. Yeah. And they were in the NICU. And I was like, I remember complaining and being like, what the fuck? Like, like why is she so emotional? Why is she crying all the time? And wouldn't you know, Karma yeah. played the long game, got me. <laughs> and then I went back and rewatched all those videos. And oh, I was yeah. like, I feel normal for yeah the way i feel about a nick you stay yeah but she's back baby i know and like yeah we're not gonna get into no, like the whole situation where anything lies on that but even like i don't know we watched that ukulele song video and we were like this is dumb but still like why like just stop and like be normal and come back and like none of this should have like she shouldn't have left for so long i know why she did but we were just like if she just kept vlogging and kept doing her thing and let the rumors be rumors we would have just we still would have watched yeah we still would have watched but now she's back but it, it's a, it was really like it was really a soft pers- launch into vlogging yeah she seems like a husk yeah of what it used to be and i text i text messaged you i was like colleen's back she's back and then you weren't answering fast enough so i messaged your husband and i was like tell <laughs> yeah. christy colleen was libby's texting me saying that colleen is back and i was like where's my phone and it was underneath peach and i couldn't find it and then i immediately we were literally watching the crown and i said do you want to go make dinner for me and he's like okay because i I need a quick 20 to watch this video but notably like there's no kids in it which like is something i kind of had thought that she should do like less and less of it's a little weird that she literally sets up the camera while the kids are just playing and that's half her vlog sometimes like they're not youtube stars no we'll see where she goes from here i i just i I was just worried about her yeah and every time something happens i worry for people's mental health like yeah like that girl who that that chip might fly in the city. That girl, like how we worry about <laughs> we her worry when about she was her. being made fun of. I, I worry know. about everybody. I know. We it's, worry about everybody in the world. It's hard because, like, since watching her every day, like we knew the humanity of her, and mm-hmm. you know, aside from all the allegations, we were like, this girl, like, this is her life, and we also knew she wasn't that stable already, yeah. and like was always deeply affected by things. So we were like, oh my god, yeah, she's 
alive, which we that's good. <laughs> we're happy to see. Um, but yeah, I don't know where it's gonna go from here. I'm ha- I'm glad she's she feels comfortable enough to come back. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's just I think we're a long ways away from like her dancing on TikTok again and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Interesting times. Interesting time. Should we take a break and come back with our Rex? Sure. And we're back. You can oh, do it. you want me to do it? Yeah. <laughs> I do it too much. I talk too much. Yeah, because I don't know what's going on. Every week we tell you what we're watching, eating, reading, doing, things we bought that we think will bring you comfort and brought us comfort. And uh, what do you got this week? So last night I watched the movie Quiz Lady. Oh, did you like with it? With Aquafina and Sandra O. Oh. Yeah. A perfect movie. Really? Literally, I mean, I, I'm so, I mean, I know that SAG-AFTRA or AFTRA, whatever it is, was on strike and uh, they couldn't promote it, but I feel like had they, more people would know about this. Yeah. The perfect movie. Really? Because the trailers made it seem really cheesy. Yeah. But, but like, San- not in a good way. Sandra O's performance caught, like, comedically. It's good. I honestly believe that she'll be nominated for a Golden Globe. Really? For, like, Best Supporting Actress oh, in a Comedy. Oh, now I gotta watch it. It's, it's on Netflix, right? It's on Disney+. Plus. Oh, Disney+. Plus. Okay, yeah. And it's Sandra O oh and Aquafina play sisters, and one of the sisters is really talented at, at this quiz game show. Yeah. And so they need to raise money for their gambling mom who owes this mom's, like, mobster 80 grand. Oh, that's great. And her do- her pug gets stolen, um, so they have to raise the money to get him I back. I know there was a pug. But there's, like, this really sweet through line of, like, being a child of parents who are divorced and, you know, have some addiction issues and how these two sisters, they make their way back to each other, but they both kind of were torn apart by it. Mm-hmm. The performance is just so funny. Like I was laughing out loud really? and I, I don't usually laugh out loud at stuff. Perfect movie. Oh, I'm, I'm looking, I'm now I'm looking forward to watching it. I do love them both. I love Aquafina. I can never remember the name of the movie. I love, it's called like the goodbye or the long goodbye. The long farewell. The long farewell. That movie is fantastic. I can't watch it because the subject matter. I read the uh, Modern Love yeah. letter that, or uh, is that what it's based article on? that it's yeah. based on. And yeah. I just, I'm like, I'm going to cry. So uh, I can't. It's such a good movie. And like, you can really tell, like, I know Aquafina gets cast kind of all over the spectrum mm-hmm. of things. Like we were watching that, that vampire movie that just came out of like this year at some point with Nicolas Cage and she's like a cop in it and that movie not very good and I was like this is a weird casting for her but and then in Crazy Rich Asians she's like wild and fun and mm-hmm. quirky and yeah that movie is is so good like it is emotional but it's so beautiful and like that I fell in love with her because of that movie yeah. and I love Sandra O. Oh. like Ugh. I fuck I'll, I watch everything Sandra O's in. I've never seen her do comedy though like, no not really Eve, she's great yeah but this movie the like a scene stealer it was so good not since princess was it the diaries princess diaries she's the she's the principal at the school oh i didn't know that Do you remember that i honestly think i've only seen princess diaries oh <laughs> yeah that's her like last comedy role wow that's probably so, but i highly recommend everybody watch this movie it's so sweet i loved it oh good i'm looking forward to it i don't have any other wrecks <laughs> <laughs> what do you have well my wreck is um interesting enough this is like chinese american culture as well um which i know like aquafina is often involved in like both crazy Rich agents and uh the long farewell are really about chinese american culture and what it's like to like 
have people who still live there and then people who live in the States and the weird dynamic of like being raised in the Western side and all of that. And so I just finished the book Yellow Face. Which oh, is, you finished it. Yeah. And it's a lot like that. Like it reminded me of like crazy, crazy rich Asians too. The way they talk about things and like people even claiming, uh, you know, people who were children, who are children of Chinese immigrants stealing their trauma to write books and stuff but it's a great book it it starts off with a white girl steals uh an asian girl's book um after she dies and then rewrites it and it's the whole it's all from the perspective of the white girl but it's very much like it has very modern like recent pop culture references to the point where i was like did this book come out like two weeks ago like how do they know like they're referencing things that are very current and it was pretty funny and um the main character is not very likable but like a lot of bad shit happens to her (laughs) but it's a great book it's again not like a long read i honestly don't recommend getting the paperback if you're gonna get it just a reading preference for some reason they made i don't know what it's called it's called something they made all the pages different widths oh so it's really hard to like flip pages wow because some of them are like longer than others and it's also a very big book like it's it's just like not fun to read i recommend getting the ebook oh (laughs) that's all yeah but it's great i liked it a lot and it's like a, it's like meta. It's like a book within a book. Like Love. they talk about the book being written that you're reading. Love. Kind of thing. Love. Yeah. Well, that's it for our Rex this week. Yeah, I don't have anything else. No. I think so. I'll get more interests and tell you about them. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> we don't have personalities. I'm tapped out on things I like. No, I'll find things I like and I'll come back fresh next week. Yeah. Let's take a break and then we will come back with this week's movie. And we're back. This week we are kicking off our holiday. I was about to say semester. <laughs> Trimester, holiday, Trimester. holiday, whatever part of the Seg- season. Se- That's what I go. Oh my God, my brain. We're kicking off our holiday season with the 1995 movie While You Were Sleeping. While You Were Sleeping. We also recommend going and YouTubing the TV show Love, where they write a song called while you were sleeping yeah underrated tv show by the way i'm assuming it's still on netflix because it's it a netflix yeah. original so underrated i loved that show it was a really good show but their their song about it is so so good because it tells you nothing about the plot no <laughs> the plot. it's so good though i uh, maybe we'll play it on our outro for this episode <laughs> uh this movie stars sandra bullock bill pullman and peter gallagher mm-hmm. what is your relationship with this movie before we dive in Honestly, I think maybe I saw it as a child once and then I watched it like two years ago for the first like real really? time. Yeah. Like my only actual conscious memory of it is from like two years ago. Wow. And I loved it. And I was like, why has this not been on my radar this whole time? But I love it. It's great. I have watched this movie many times. Yeah. And I think in our last episode, I said that it was set in New York. It's not. It's set in Chicago, which we love when things move away from New York City. I also love Chicago movies in general. They Me always too. use the out, like the city quite a bit. And it also like it made Chicago look great, even though it was the middle of winter. Like the way it's always lit up and the water and all the walkways, like it made it look like a place I want to go to. Yeah, maybe in not the winter. No. But they did a... Yeah, they really do a good job of showing off these cities. Maybe I think like Sweet November didn't really do a good job of showing up San Francisco, no. but this one did a good job. 
this movie is about a very lonely transit worker <laughs> who has a crush on a man she's never met and then saves him when he is mugged and falls onto the train tracks. Yes. And then a ruse begins where she's mistaken for his fiance and is swept up in this family while this guy's sleeping. <laughs> well, you we were sleeping. We're not well without segment. So this was released in 1995, directed by John Turtletaub, who did Cool Runnings. Ooh. Phenomenon. Do you remember that movie? Yes, I loved Phenomenon. And cool National Runnings. Treasure. Those are like three, <laughs> three very important movies to you. Yes. Wow. Cool Runnings was big in my was house. It was a huge deal at my house. Oh, yeah. We used to like literally pretend we were. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And we'd sing like the I see pride. I see power. <laughs> yeah. I I literally think of that sometimes when I'm having a bad day. I see yeah. a go, no good mother who won't take no crap from nobody. <laughs> Such a great movie. John Candy. <laughs> Amazing movie. Canadian. Uh, yeah. Love it. Calgary Olympics. <laughs> so specific. Maybe we'll do a, we have to watch Cool Runnings eventually. Well, eventually. It is a comfort when we movie. Get to the cool the John Candy portion of the show you can't cr- you can't not cry when they pick up their sled and they walk it so good oh so emotional cool runnings is great i loved phenomenon i actually so when i was little i used to play piano not because i wanted to but because my parents were like you have to have a skill and i was like i fucking hated it but i saw phenomenon and i was like eric clapton is the shit because he wrote the song uh change the world for it like it was that was the song for the movie and i learned that on piano and played it for a competition stop because that's how much i loved that movie and i was like <laughs> ladies and gentlemen today i'll be delighting you with the musical stylings <laughs> of eric clapton from the hit cinematic masterpiece phenomenon starring john travolta you and know what? a one and a five, six, seven, eight. The year before, I did the St. Elmo's Fire. What? Uh, Who are you? <laughs> Everyone was probably like, is she like, okay? I can still play the St. Elmo's Fire, like, non, with no lyrics version on the piano, like the, the theme song or whatever. Your parents must have taken that as a sign, like, she's never going to do drugs. <laughs> she's never going to party. Like, she's okay. She's She's already 80 years old. How old were you? Uh, six, five or six. Wow, seven. Yeah, I didn't do it for very long. I quit. I quit after like two years, and like I have, I still have some songbooks, but most of them are meatloaf. Maybe you need to have a comeback <laughs> tour, and you can play like the Chariots of Fire theme. Like, that's, wow. I'm surprised I don't know that one actually. That's wild. Yeah, I was a little dork. I was, I was a little dorky kid. I had a personality. No, I like that though. But I yeah. just think it's such a. Oh, wow. Obscure yeah, that's reference. Why I, I have a special place for phenomenon in my heart. Oh, my God. We'll do a tr- John Travolta, <laughs> like, season two. Yeah, absolutely. This movie was written by Frederick Lebo and Daniel G. Sullivan, who were friends, and they this is their first and only script they've ever sold. Oh, that's they've so never. Isn't that sad? Maybe because there's some plot holes. People are like, you gotta fix that. Well, it, yeah, there there are there is a little bit of some plot holes. Um, in an original version of the movie, it was a woman in the coma and oh. the man who was mistaken as her uh, fiance. But they felt that it was a little too predatory. Yeah, like some of the behaviors of that Lucy, the main character, gets into. So they switched the roles. Yeah, which and then all of a sudden, studios really were really interested in it. Yeah, this movie originally also wasn't a holiday movie. Oh. It was released in April of 95. Oh. But 
because of the studios thought it'd be easier to market if it was set between that weird time, yeah. which we were talking about yesterday. Yeah. I love that lazy kind of week in between Christmas and New Year's where you have no idea what day yeah. it is. You're maybe still sleeping in until 2 p.m. Yeah. Eating leftovers the best. Yeah. And it is, it's actually funny that the first day of the movie essentially is Christmas Day. Yeah. But they still, it's very, it is very festive the whole time. Without being in your face holidays. Yeah, yeah it's because, you know, everyone leaves their Christmas tree up after that. Every, the stockings are still hung. I know that they like delayed their Christmas so that they, because he got, you know, hurt and is in the hospital. So they had their Christmas late, even though it kind of seemed like he wouldn't have shown up to Christmas anyway. Yeah, so it's a, it's a love triangle between two brothers. Yes. Peter, who is this savvy businessman who like works in downtown chicago and it seems as though he's kind of distanced himself from his family by leaving the family business yes. and his is, is jack older they don't i don't know if they say but it kind of seems that way but you know what no i don't think he is because he said peter didn't want the family business so i had to do it okay so it makes me think that peter's older okay yeah Pete, just like Peter Gallagher, Gallagher, he's older, I think. And they, because Peter Gallagher is asleep for most of this movie, you don't learn much about his character because his family doesn't really seem to like know him that well. Mm-hmm. But you get glimpses of it because in his wallet is photos of himself. Mm-hmm. And you go to his apartment and there's just photos of himself. Yeah. But then they never really explain why he just has a freezer filled with Baskin Robbins. No. And he has like a very um, American Psycho existence of like everything is clean, clean, clean. And then just Duncan or Baskin Robbins in the freezer. Um, lots of product placement in this movie. I don't yes. know if you noticed. There's like a bag of Oreos. There's a thing of Dunkin' Donuts. It's like very American 90s. I love that so much. But later you do see his parents eating Baskin Robbins. So maybe that's like a nod to he's still connected to them. I don't know. You just learn all these weird little things. And then he has a cat. No, it's the girlfriend's cat. Is it the girlfriend's cat? Yes. Because yeah. she, she says, I want to see my cat. Oh. So he, yeah, we learn as he's like when he wakes up that he maybe hasn't been the best boyfriend He's maybe a little cutthroat in business. Yeah. He's not really that family oriented. And he has this girlfriend, Ashley Bacon is her last name. Yeah. He proposed to her, but she said no. uh, And she's like left him. She's in Portugal. Like fake boobs, fake nose, the whole bit. Yeah. Very different than Sandra Bullock, which is why everyone was like, you're his fiance. Mm -hmm. Like not that she's ugly or anything, but she's like very plain. Right. I guess compare even though like I loved all of her clothes in this movie she, every day she wore a maxi skirt with a cropped sweater like some version of that oh it was dream oversized oversized oh, sweaters I lots of it. chunky knit she plays somebody whose parents are dead and yeah. the jacket that she wears throughout the movie was her father's yes. so she's always kind of like Sandra Bullock is beautiful yeah but they really reference her throughout this movie as if she's not I know like they they make her seem like she's dog meat I know it's so weird honestly dog meat dog food whatever <laughs> dog, meat. dog meat that's gross um she first of all the whole movie I kept saying these people are not dressing warm enough for the weather no not at, at all. all because like we have pr- 
probably similar to Chicago winters, but Chicago's colder. Well, it was also production had to make it look colder because it was 75 degrees when they were filming. Yeah, I was wondering that because I was like, I kept saying none of their noses are even red. Nobody's got snot dripping from their nose. If it was actually cold, oh, they'd be in pain. They would be. Yeah, they were not dressed appropriately for Chicago winter at all. There's also inconsistencies with their snow outside her apartment. Then they walk to her friend's apartment and there's no, no snow. snow. So whoever was doing like costume and set, I don't think they were really paying attention. No, they were just getting by. <laughs> yeah, it kind of seems like something that like it felt kind of like an indie movie. It doesn't feel like a big blockbuster rom-com. Mm-hmm. It kind of doesn't seem like it would be something that had like a lot of studio backing. But yeah, she's I don't know if you... <laughs> If you noticed her penchant for like an almost fallen out ponytail. Yes. Did you <laughs> like when you put your hair in a ponytail at the beginning of the day and you just don't touch it. By the end of the day, it's just like a little paintbrush at the end. Yes. <laughs> I loved that. Like they were like, you're a piece of shit. We're not even going to do your hair. So I was going to save this, but on the topic of her being quote unquote frumpy or a little plain, when they were making this movie, they approached a, like a few big names yeah. of this. Um, in the run, they approached Meg Ryan first when oh. it was the girl in the coma. And she said no, because I'd be in a coma and who cares yeah, about that. Exactly. So then when they changed it, it was Gina Davis who backed out. Okay. They had The director did like an oral history for the 25th anniversary of the movie and said that he had a meeting with Demi Moore. Uh, and but their contract didn't work out and then they met with nicole kidman but they said that she was too pretty for the role that's so funny and they said it would be too hard to debutify nicole kidman but they're sisters right (laughs) isn't that so funny they would go later on to play sisters and i just kept thinking like if sandy b is hollywood plain there's no hope for any of us no but she's the every girl she is the every girl it's she just it she's not particularly you know leggy or lanky or i don't know like she's she's doesn't she's not a supermodel no but if she was in the room with us normies we'd be like oh my god yeah that's an angel that came from heaven yeah lucy her character is really just this girl who is lonely mm-hmm. and it seems not memorable because she works all the time the hot dog guy doesn't remember her but remembers everybody else Mm -hmm. she's just kind of invisible she has a job where no one really looks at her they just pass the token to her all day she's ignored yeah it's so sad and then you know she's getting ready for the holidays it's just her and her cat which sandra bullock said she's allergic to cats so she had to be hopped up on benadryl every time they filmed those (laughs) scenes yeah and so it's really just a movie about loneliness and like what you'll be willing to do to not be lonely anymore absolutely well that's so that leads into why the story even progresses because obviously it'd be very easy to be like oh no 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 no, it's a misunderstanding i'm not his fiance i i'm the one who saved him and i just wanted to see if he was okay and it was like a it was just a misinterpretation but she falls in love with his family which like have you ever dated someone for their family no you have i have you haven't dated anyone because of their family no really no Interesting. I don't... You've never, like, dated a guy and been like, I'd rather hang out with your people than my people? No, never. Oh, I have. Tell us about it. Well, have I done it more than once? There was one guy... We've talked about him before. We call him Bop It. But he was kind of, like, so-so... But I would always be like, can I come over to your house? <laughs> oh, I was thinking of raccoon guy. 
Oh, well, raccoon guy, they were all my, like, they were my friends already. And I used to think his dad was really hot. So I'd be like, can I sleep over? <laughs> I remember one time I slept over and in the middle of the night, like the only bathroom was like out by their kitchen. And I got, went to the bathroom and I came out and his dad was in the kitchen and he was getting cake out of the fridge. And it was like the middle of the night. And he's like, do you want cake? And I was like, I want more than cake, buddy. Like, I want to hang out with you. Whoa. Yeah. We didn't last very long, but <laughs> you and the dad, you and him. But there's been many people because people are really, I don't know, families typically, other than the one that I'm currently, you know, married into, are usually pretty warm to me. And Apparently. I immediately become very close with family members. But then... I don't usually like the guy that much. You're the Taylor so Swift. You blend in with the family really, really, really well. I don't. See, I've never... I've always... like, Even though my family is fucked up beyond repair, I've never looked at other families as like, this is the family that I want. Never. No. I've been like, I'll take whatever ragtag group of people I have. And then dating, I never... Moms didn't really like me until my mother-in-law. And then, yeah, I just never was like... And I don't think I ever dated somebody with, like, that idyllic family, too. Yeah, it's not that it, maybe, you know, they all had their problems. But the, also the through line is both of their families were pretty wealthy. I think I was just like, I want to have Christmas here. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, what which, you... which Lucy does. She wants to celebrate Christmas with these families. Exactly. And I don't know if you noticed, she already has a stocking that they, like, made and stuffed. And, yeah, that was, like, my dream is to, like, find a family who would, like just absorb me into theirs and we'd have like beautiful christmases and i'd get on their inside jokes and stuff like i don't even care who i'm with i just want to be have a fun family dynamic to be part of and uh yeah instead i went the other way now and it's yeah. not as good <laughs> not good once you're in it but i understand that motivation so much that i would totally be like yeah i'm marrying that guy in a coma just to hang out with that well family. that's one thing i wanted to ask you was have you ever had a job where maybe there's a customer or somebody where you're like having that unrequited crush where you're like, I don't know his name, but in mm -hmm. my mind, I'm making up like what your job is, that you rescue kittens on the weekend, that, mm -hmm. you know, teach kids how to read, like that kind of love. No, I don't think so. I didn't, I haven't worked a ton in the service industry, so I don't, I don't, never really interacted with the outside world as much. Have you? No, like I, I... I have very intense crushes, but it was never... There was one guy at... Um, he used to work at the student center market, union market. Yeah. And he looked like Adam Sandler. And that's why I liked him. So I called him Adam Sandler. And I just like make up reasons to just go in there to like <laughs> pay for. And he's... I don't know how we got onto this topic, but I think we had uh, some classes together. I'm just unlocking a memory right now. This is so weird. <laughs> Therapy. And we were, he became friends with my friend Paul. And so then we were like actually hanging out together. Now he lives in Korea and he's like a DJ or something. Good <laughs> you. But he messaged me years later. Yeah. And was like, I knew that you liked me, but he, I don't know what happened, but he kind of like tied a button on it of like, I'm really like I didn't this sounds really selfish when I'm saying it but it was really like validating or like you know self-involved by just saying like man I wish I had acted on it yeah because let's be real I I didn't wear makeup I didn't wear like I dressed like Lucy in this movie like I, yeah. I didn't do anything makeup wise and then I feel like I kind of came into my own when I turned like 23 24 25 and that's when he like messaged me it was like yeah i like you're like he was really complimentary but like he lived yeah. in korea so nothing was going to happen it was just like really validating yeah in a weird way yeah i know i get it this is making me deeply uncomfortable to tell this story <laughs> but i'm just remembering it which is really weird yeah 
But that's the only time where I was like, oh, I wonder what his voice sounds like. I wonder like what his house looks like. Like it's very strange. No, I don't think I've ever had that. No. No. There's still time. (laughs) (laughs) The one thing that happens with Lucy though is she she goes to the hospital a lot for somebody who's like not. I mean, it's a movie, but but then her uh, Peter's godfather overhears her confessing essentially yeah and because he knows how fragile the family is just encourages her not to Mm -hmm. say anything to keep up this ruse yeah which doesn't really happen in other movies usually there's the voice of reason like jerry who works she like her boss who is like you gotta fix this right now and usually the stakes are a little bit higher of being caught Mm -hmm. whereas in this movie right away jack the other brother Mm -hmm. like zeroes in on her yeah and will not let up yeah he's like a dog with a bone like he will not let it go that this could be peter's fiance because he knows that she's not his type right but he says if he he were engaged wouldn't we know and it's like no because like no one knew he proposed to that other woman true or that she existed but they never really say like i guess because we know the other woman uh like what his type is but they just keep saying like you're not really his type Mm -hmm. but it's because she's great <laughs> yeah she's kind, and like she's he, sweet he she's... wouldn't date someone who's like that and like i know it's like a not about appearance but you know she's more plain than and it's the, but like ladies. she's prettier than the other girlfriend yeah but it's like, not about that i think it's yeah. just a, like a bitchy energy like you ever yeah. read that book why men love bitches no <laughs> i was gifted it when i was dating because people were like this is what you need to do to get a man oh and uh it's just basically like how men love assertive women who kind of treat them badly which is what this woman is interesting how would you describe jack like he's kind of a luke danesy type yes floppy haired you want to talk about bill pullman for a second for a second (laughs) i want to talk about bill pullman forever this is our intro finally to bill pullman i'm a huge fan big crush even think his son's hot (laughs) well his son looks looks exactly like him exactly i'm like i get a second chance at bill pullman i just think he's so hot even in that show like the sinner and i don't even know how old he is great he looks fantastic that's so funny i think he's so good looking i I think he looks even better now his hair is phenomenal in this movie both of their hair like other than the fact like they don't look like brothers at all their coloring is completely different their faces are completely different but their hair are both so like rich and fantastic that i'm like maybe they're really they're kind of like a hadid thing though Gigi and bella don't look alike they don't yeah one's dark one's light yeah (laughs) one's got great brows the other doesn't they are the the hadids of chicago (laughs) the callahans he you don't get to know too much about him but they do throw in the like oh yeah i made that rocking chair and i aiden shaw that's what i thought of i have other dreams bigger than this and like that's just like kryptonite to a girl who's like oh you like are creative and you can make things and you want to be more than you are you have ambition yeah that's fucking that's we're in well especially because lucy's thing is she wants to see the world, but she's never been anywhere. She like, yes. carries around her passport because she doesn't know when she's going to actually pull the trigger and leave. Yeah. And I think it would have been nice if he was like, oh, yeah, I travel all the time. Or like, yeah, it I, seemed like they both were just kind of stuck in. Yeah. It'd be different if he was like, oh, yeah, I spent like my second year of college in Rome or something. And Florence. Then she'd be, yeah. She'd be like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. It was really weird. Yeah, it's not like she didn't meet him and go, he could take me anywhere. Oh, Peter could. Peter could. Yeah. P- 
Peter could. But yeah, these people are both, he has family obligations that he doesn't want to like disappoint his parents. Yeah. But she has no family and yet she's stuck. So it's, it's a sweet, they have chemistry. Uh, oh, for uh, sure. Total chemistry. The ice scene. The ice, the slipping on the ice. Even them just walking and talking. Yeah. There's. They look good together. They do look good together. Yeah. There's definitely something between Jack and Lucy, but there is such a... I was taken aback by how, like, he comes to her house all the time. Mm-hmm. I know it's a movie. Yeah. But if this was in real, like, real life, I'd be like, why are you here all the yeah. time? Like, this is supposed to be your brother's fiance. Yeah. And you are really diving in to be like, I'll drive you home. I'll do this. Like, yeah. every Monday must know. Obviously, like, the, I love in the this movie that... The, even though the grandmother is kind of like uh, out of lunch, she's plugged in on what, like she knows yeah. love when she sees it. Yeah. And so does the godfather. Like, yeah. The godfather. Even, the godfather. <laughs> the godfather. And uh, her neighbor, Joe Jr., he yeah. knows. Yeah. I saw him leaning. Like, <laughs> but Jack seems very jealous. Yeah. And that would be an off, like turn me off. Yeah. And him like showing up when in like standing downstairs spying on her when she's hugging joe jr yeah and i some of his behavior is not great he thinks she's pregnant yes how did he think she was pregnant again Be- because her his the younger sister also abby from dawson's creek goes like to get on the train oh and when right. they're there the co-worker says you're engaged what are you pregnant? what are you pregnant and then she goes yeah i'm pregnant as like a of course i'm fucking not and the friend of the daughter goes <gasps> so by the time they get home from wherever they went it turned into yeah she's definitely pregnant wow and yeah that's great but i just don't yeah some of his behavior is not great but also at the same time like at this point in my life if a guy want is willing to stalk me i'm like you are that's so cute like thank you so much (laughs) thank you so much for stalking me yeah you came all the way here well that's always the thing about rom-coms is is it romantic or is it creepy creepy? yeah and i think if this had been essentially they are strangers Mm -hmm. but because she's involved with the family that's like the safety net the safety and numbers type of thing if this had just been like this meet cute between these two random strangers then that's really super weird yeah but jack yeah he i didn't really clue in when i was younger watching this how he just right away will not let it go yeah. that it's peter that, that he wants peter's girl well if the family stone has taught us anything at christmas you can swap brothers the family stone <laughs> that's right at christmas you can make a little wish to jesus and just go with the other brother that's how christmas works <laughs> Only on Christmas. Have you ever dated brothers? <laughs> no, I don't even know if I've if I dated someone who's had a brother. A brother. I honestly don't. I'm trying to think. I don't think I have. I'm just literally thinking through all the people I've dated. None of them have had brothers. I've dated brothers. Really? You dated both brothers? Yeah. Not like I never slept with them. And you know what? It's weird. They kiss the same. <laughs> I'm keeping that in. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, they kiss the same. Almost like their lips were formed in the same womb. At different times. Different times. Oh, yeah, I mean, so. dating twins would be another thing. That would be oh a, my a god. real weird thing. But um, no, I think it's like, okay, this, this brother swap, because 
she doesn't she's never even been with the other brother no but in family stone the brother swapping that just happens he was he was planning to propose on christmas and then by christmas night she's in the other brother's bed i, I can't with that movie i love it. i know everybody loves it everybody loves this movie but i just that's the i can't let that go yeah but he wants to be with her sister so it's fun I love at first sight. Keeping it in the family, man. Just keep it in the family. Well, yeah. I mean, the thing about this movie that I realized finally watching this is it's both love at first sight for everyone. Everyone, The yeah. family, Lucy. Peter isn't in love with Lucy at first sight, though, but Jack is. Yeah, but then eventually Jack's like, isn't she great? And then he's like, I am in love. After Peter wakes up, he's like, I am in love with her. Yeah. You're right. Okay, so... Lucy says she hasn't gone anywhere, but the one place she wants to go is Florence. And like that whole scene where they're walking and talking is great because I've never had a man ask me a question in my life. Yeah. But where is the one place you would want to go right now? To go? Oh my God. I don't know. I, I'm not that creative. No. I, I want to go to California. <laughs> <laughs> if like, yeah, I want to go to like the WB lot in California. Wow, aim high. Yeah. So romantic. <laughs> oh my god. Why, where do you want to go? I'd say Italy. I think that that was a good one to say that you want to go to. Italy keeps getting knocked farther and farther down my list. I'm sure it's nice, but it's just like everyone goes to Italy. What do you think of their wedding scene where Peter wakes up, he believes that he loves Lucy, and then the godfather just encourages Lucy to just go with it. Just marry him they'll figure it out later like they get married very quickly or try, this, there's a wedding scene so very, this is very where quickly. i think there's a plot hole why are they getting married this week well he's still he still has an iv mm-hmm. that doesn't make any sense it that's doesn't. the part so i honestly think we should add to the bingo card it takes place in a week right if that should be you get to drink or you get a bingo card thing because it takes place in a week why did it take place in a week i don't know it didn't have to no, but I feel like this was part of like Peter's redemption arc of I'm going to be a good person. My family seems so happy. Let's just do this at the hospital. I know it, it doesn't IV make any stuff. sense. It doesn't make any sense that it's that week. And like she shows up in like is it her mom's wedding dress? Yeah, it's a little front. And she like none of the wedding things. She doesn't even really talk to him beforehand. No. They don't really have time. It's like if they at least at least did a runaway bride montage where you're like oh they know each other oh now, now they know each other yeah if they're playing spit on the table or whatever and you're like oh they are so fun together but instead you're they don't even talk and she just goes a man wants to marry me so i'm gonna marry him yeah because she's so lonely i know but i thought that made her character just seem a little crazy yeah when she actually tells the truth it's done so genuinely and so sweetly that even though it's so creepy what she did Mm -hmm. i feel for her so much because she admits that how lonely she was yeah and i think that's sometimes when people do these things in movies that have these moments you're like but i don't understand why like you just it seems selfish and even though this was really fucked up it's uh her performance is so subtle like she she doesn't cry but she's near tears. Like, it's... I think Sandra is, like, really good at being genuine. Yeah. Seeming genuine. Yeah. And then she, of course, confesses that she loves Jack. But she says to Jack, is there any reason why I shouldn't marry your brother? And he misses yeah. his shot. 
he was going to let his brother marry the woman he loves. I know. But then why did you, like, you got all the way there in your mom's wedding dress just to do that anyway? You could have at any point just said, I'm actually into him and not him. And people would have been fine. Well, I would be like, you're a fucking psycho. Like, if I found out that my brother's, I don't have a brother, but like my brother's fiance, who I believe was just some woman who watched him every day. Yeah. I'd be like, this is crazy. And I've heard some crazy stories. Yeah. But this is, but I just, I don't know. There's something, you, it's like you can't be mad at Sandra Bullock. No, but in the moment where she at the altar explains everything, I forgot that he, that Jack doesn't know. That he loves, that she loves him? No, that. Oh, that's the that truth. The whole thing was she's actually not engaged because at some point you start operating on he's trying to get with her and he wants to be with her and i forgot that he doesn't know that they're not engaged true so she goes like i was never engaged to him and his face i'm like oh yeah he doesn't know <laughs> he lets Why it go he... real quick <laughs> yeah also he's just like okay yeah they it's... get married on the train they get married on the train it's weird that she didn't wear her mother's wedding dress for that wedding she know. wore the total 90s like hairdo yeah. I'm not sure why. I think we talked about last week the proposal scene in Stepmom where he puts the ring on her finger with yeah. the... I thought him dropping the ring in the token thing was so cute. Beautiful. So cute. And she kind of nags him a bit where she's like, not without a ticket. Like, mm-hmm. not without a token. You have to, can't come in here. I love it. But the whole family comes. It's so And I sweet. think, though, like, the, she loves his family and wouldn't love him as much as if he... You know, like if he when he left the dad's business, if they were like, well, fuck you then. And he like kind of pulled a Peter and just had his own life. Like he knew like he he, everyone proposed to her, which I thought was really cute. I thought it was really sweet, too. I think like the thing about the family is they welcomed the the godfather, Saul. Yeah. So so they are this welcoming family Mm -hmm. who it wouldn't be weird for them to sweep up like little strays for dinner. Yeah. Was the sister like a whoops baby? She's significantly <laughs> younger. younger. I don't know. Whoopsie poopsie. Whoopsie poopsie. I thought it was really sweet, like the, the proposal sign. Yeah, I loved it. I don't think we needed the Peter asked me when I fell in love with Jack and I said it was while you were sleeping. Like, I don't think we needed that. Yeah. While you were sleeping. Yeah. I know. But do you have a Taylor Swift song? Because I thought of one instantly. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. Oh, I you had one. And I forgot. What did you say? Gorgeous. Because she's obsessed with him just looking at him. Oh, that's, <laughs> I, I wouldn't have thought that. Really? I know it doesn't make sense for the rest of the movie, but for a portion, a portion of the movie, she's just obsessed with this guy for being cute. Uh-huh. And that's all she cares about. Let me look at my Taylor Swift discography. Well, you could say Don't Blame Me. Love Made Me Crazy. Mm -hmm. I think you could say Enchanted from Jack's perspective. Yeah. But I think you're gorgeous is pretty good. But where am I forgetting? What am I forgetting? I'll give this one to you for sure with gorgeous. Yeah, because she's like loving him from afar because he's cute. And that's the only thing she knows about him. I'm just looking at all these Taylor Swift songs. I'm like, there's so many good songs. So many good songs. Yeah, but there isn't one like, I was in love with your brother and now I'm in love with you. No. <laughs> Not yet. Maybe. Maybe now she'll be in love with Jason Kelsey instead of oh, I totally Travis get that. Kelsey. I totally get that. So recasting. Who would you recast? Oh, I don't know. It was pretty, 
pretty good casting. We said earlier that Harrison Ford was in the running. They don't say if it was Jack or Peter. I'm guessing it's Jack. He yeah, he'd been be a really a, good Jack. He would have been a great Jack. Um, I think he would have been a little too old at this point, though. Patrick Swayze was in the running. Mm, okay. Dennis Quaid is who the writers had in mind when they were writing. Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan. I mean, yeah. go to a couple. Mm-hmm. Peter... The dream person that they had was Piers Brosnan, but then they would have had to explain Ooh. why he's British. <laughs> right? I love Piers Brosnan, though. They said Bill Pullman was the right guy for the part, but the other people that they had as contenders were James Spader, which I don't mm. think I could see James. Maybe this would have been like a mm. stretching his legs to be a romantic lead mm-hmm. rather than. I still think villain when I think of James yeah. Spader. <laughs> yeah. Dylan McDermott. Yeah, I think any white guy at the time could have definitely fit in. Dermot Mulroney. And someone who they really wanted, but they couldn't make it work was Matthew McConaughey because I had Texas accent. And they're like, we can't explain who it was. They're like, but he was brand new, super charming and attractive. And you know who I say, Sandy's best chemistry is with Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. They could have just made his whole family Southern. They also could have not had it in Chicago. Yeah, I don't know why they were tied to Chicago. They could have just moved things around for McConaughey. I think the thing about Bill Pullman versus Peter Gallagher, even though I would go f- out of the two, I'd go for Bill Pullman yeah. rather than Peter Gallagher. But they really are like the cute guy versus the strikingly handsome guy. Yeah. And I Dempsey. think... Dempsey would have been a great, a great guy to sleep. <laughs> I would have loved to watch him sleep. But then you can't see his eyes. Uh, who else was like devilishly handsome at that time? Or any time. I can't think. Devilishly handsome to sleep. Who John else? Stamos. <laughs> You're just thinking dark hair. Yeah, I am. <laughs> John Stamos would be a good sleeper. He's Greek. I think Ben Affleck could have been a good Jack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I always just say the same people all the time. Well, there honestly isn't that many options when you think about it. Like, the 90s, they pretty much only had a few actors to pick from. I don't think I could see a Brad Pitt doing this, or George Clooney I could see being a Jack. You know, it it would be nice if if Jack was more of a a comedian played him, like how Jack Black does in The Holiday. I think it could have served well if it was, like, a funnier guy at the time. Jack is funny, but I think there's the way Bill Pullman plays him is it's such a subtle funny. Yeah. That it, that's why I think his creepy shows more. Yeah. That's what maybe if he was just funnier. What year was this again? 95. Like Uncle Joey? <laughs> no. Alanis would never Uncle let Joey that happen. and Uncle Jesse. <laughs> it's just, uh, yeah. And Bob Saget, R.I.P. Yeah. Well, R.I.P. Matthew Perry could have been Jack. Absolutely. Matthew Perry would have been a great Jack. That actually would have been great. Totally. Yeah. Was he a little young back then? Maybe. Maybe. Well, yeah. He he looked much younger than Bill Pullman. Yeah. Bill Pullman was great. Did you know that he kept that jacket that is reversible? Did Did he? He did. Turn it inside out so I can see. Have you seen that TikTok? No. What's that from? (laughs) The TikTok is when my friend friend says they bought a reversible jacket and then it's... It's her singing. <laughs> um, it's just a clip of Michelle Branch. There's uh, some other things. We got to talk about the paper boy. Uh, yeah, there's some moments that made me laugh out loud in this movie. The, and the paper boy was one of them. This paper boy is just riding down the street and eats it, trying mm-hmm. to throw. 
and it wasn't scripted this little boy or a boy actually actually mm-hmm. took a tumble it yeah. was like scarlet takes a tumble yeah it was so funny and right in the beginning this skater just like knocks their head out <laughs> like that's a definite concussion yeah i was trying to think of other parts there was definitely other parts where i laughed very hard i did really love this movie Gall- Peter Gallagher um, improvised the line, do I like Jello?" <laughs> when he... <laughs> He's very, like, newborn baby-ish. Yes. Yeah. Which I don't know if I loved them continuing. Like, I think that that should have stopped at some point, but they made him very, like, bright-eyed. This it's po- kind of like a Scrooge, it's Christmas! Like, yeah. you there, what day is it? Like, he's just a changed <laughs> person when he wakes up from this coma. Yeah. We never find out, like, he doesn't really talk to his family more. They're just, we never find out if he's ever a changed person. Yeah, you don't know what happens after this, but he also wasn't that butthurt about being like, yeah, you can marry my brother instead. True. I'd be yeah. like, yeah, I'm a piece of shit. I wouldn't marry him. Yeah. I wouldn't marry me either. <laughs> exactly. Pathological people pleaser. Exactly. What would you... First of all, there's a debate online whether or not this is actually a Christmas movie. I'm going to say yes. Absolutely. thousand percent it's a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. It's a great soft launch into the Christmas season. Yeah, I, I think so. It's not hard Christmas, but they have Christmas. There's Christmas trees. They talk about Christmas. There's New Year's. I think the holidays serve as more of a reason why everyone's together. Yes, and that's true. And to like true. take her in and so she's not alone. Yeah. Because loneliness on itself is terrible but loneliness at the holidays mama mia yeah that also yeah yeah this could have been a thanksgiving movie it could have easily easter movie no (laughs) what did she say you've ruined my christmas and my new year's come back at easter you can set my house on fire yeah that was a great line yeah she's so funny yeah what the so michael rispoli who played joe jr was only Mm -hmm. supposed to be have like one scene oh really but everybody liked him so much that yeah. he, he filmed for three weeks i love him trying on shoes and trying on shoes i also loved after he goes like this guy bothering you you know he's leaning when he turns around to walk away he's wearing like a little party hat because it's new year's and it hits a tree branch and he's <laughs> back a little <laughs> i didn't but, notice that it definitely wasn't meant to be there but they just kept it in because he yeah he goes oh, and like the his hat slides off hey he this guy bothering you hey this guy uh this guy, you know, he's leaning. Oh, gosh. He the men me, leaning. He's basically uh, the guy on Gilmore Girls. What's his name? I'm an escrow. I'm an escrow. What's it? Uh, Luke. Luke. <laughs> DJ. DJ. Yeah. yeah, he's basically DJ. I'm surprised it's not the same actor. What was his, what DJ said for? It's for um the president. What's his name? Tom. No, it's TJ. Thomas TJ. Jefferson. Yeah, yeah. DJ. <laughs> I am an escrow. <laughs> so funny. I was thinking Rune, but Rune was another weirdo from. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Should we give her comfy, cozy uh, rating? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. What would you say? I think I'd give it 8.4 mint chip Baskin Robbins ice cream tubs out of 10. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's high. I liked it a lot. It's just it it like honestly, it's a comfort movie. Like it is, it is as its core at its core. It's not complicated. It's not controversial. Really, there's not a lot that you're like that didn't age well. There's some comments about weight. Yes, but like nothing. It's nothing too bad. And I don't know. It's like a really good turn your brain off. I think it's a great Christmas movie. I think so too. Yeah, I'm gonna go. 
7.5 Oreos dunked in the cat's milk bowl. That's what I was going to pick. Really? I didn't know how to say it. <laughs> that was an improvised scene as well. Oh, really? I thought that was like, oh, that was gross. I almost gagged when I saw it too. Jeff goes, wait, does she have the same cat that he has? And I said, are you high? Like, are you cat blind? I'm like, those are two different breeds of cat. He's like, I don't see breed. Yeah. He's like, those are the exact same cat. I was like, the one is like a Persian. Yeah. I'm like, and it's literally meant to show that like they're hoity toity have designer cat. And she basically has like a tabby she found in a garbage can. Yes. Like the cats represent their lives. What do you mean? Do you think they're the same cat? Don't Jeff. Yeah. (laughs) It's like you cat blind. Yeah. People don't love cats the way I do. I don't like cats either, but I can tell them apart. I know. Like, is Jesus. he colorblind? <laughs> He's cat blind. He's cat blind. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a really great movie. Yeah, I don't know why. There's like, there's just something I think missing for me. And maybe it's because it is Christmas and I'm not really fond of Christmas movies. But it's a, uh, it's great. Great vehicle for Sandy B. She was just coming off of uh, Speed. So this was really her. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I honestly think of all the Sandra Bullock movies we've watched so far, this is my favorite performance of hers. What? Yeah, I was thinking that the whole time. It is my favorite one so far. I think if we watch Miss Congeniality, that'll get like washed away. But yeah, I like this the best. I felt like she was very like, it felt more like we talked about with like Ben and stepmom, more like natural. She yeah, like she didn't know she was acting. Like if you compare that performance to the Lake House, it's a different person. Yeah, time has time has beaten her down. Yeah, and even though I obviously do love Practical Magic, I think that one was like a performance, whereas this one seemed like more like underperforming. Like she's yeah, I don't know. I just I this one seemed the most genuine, and she seemed like genuinely happy, genuinely laughing. Like, yeah, I yeah, I, I I'm always impressed when actors can laugh because I feel like that's harder than crying almost. Uh, yeah, but she her she is so effortless and i think yeah. that's what the performance is effortless yeah that's why i think this is my favorite sandy b movie maybe if jack was a little bit hotter to me i'd be in on it <sighs> Pullman. how can you not think phil Pullman's hot i don't know but let me tell you i forgot to tell you about the budget this movie was a box office success made for 18 million dollars box office 182 million wow return wow that's wild and it opened at number one in the box office interesting in april well you can see why they continued to push sandy b out as like a lead but it kind of didn't really do that with the rest of them like peter gallagher i'm not really sure i don't really know what he was doing before the oc no i'm not too sure not really and then bill pullman did like casper yeah maybe a couple other things that i just don't know about still love a pullman you gotta love a Pullman. Gotta love a Pullman. What are we watching next week? Uh, we're gonna take another trip down brother swapping and do The Family Stone. Yeah, starring SJPPs, Luke D- Wilson, Diane Keats, Diane Keaton, Claire Danes, Thurman Mulroney, Rachel McAdams, uh, Craig T. Nelson. Who else is? Everyone's fucking in Elizabeth this movie. Elizabeth Reeser. Everyone's in this yeah. movie. Stacked cast. Yeah, what was her name on Grey's Anatomy? Ava. Oh, and yeah. then it was um, something else. What was her? Rebecca. Yeah, the chick who, who loses her memory, but then doesn't actually lose her memory. And then goes crazy. Yeah, cuckoo bananas. It's great. <laughs> it was great. It was great. You're going to have fun researching this one. I'm excited yeah. to dive into this one because this movie I have opinions on. Okay. It might be my, my leap year. Wow. So be ready to fight. This is like one of my favorite movies of all time. Comfortably Top cozily 10. fight. I won't be too mean. Okay. Okay. 
that's it for us this week. As usual, you can find us online at Comfort Watch Podcast on Instagram and Tiki Talkie. Mm-hmm. You can email us at comfortwatchpod at gmail.com. Uh, also look out for us on Amazon this mm-hmm. week. We're a featured podcast, which is very exciting. Go show some love there. Um, also leave us reviews. We, we see them. We see them. We, we like them. Be nice, but leave us a review. Yeah. And as usual, stay comfy. Stay cozy. Bye-bye. Bye. Just, Just like Peter Gallagher.